Alright folks, I'm going to read uh, two articles today by Mr. Uh, Vijay Prashad. Alright, the first one is Elon Musk is South America's neo-conquistador. I'll put all the links in the thing. Okay, South America is a place for the neo-conquistadors to make money and leave behind them social carnage. Elon Musk, the head of Tesla, wants to build an electric car factory in Brazil. He was supposed to meet Jair, Jair Bolsonaro, the president of Brazil. Did you know that the name Jair is actually in the Bible? Okay, anyways. The president of Brazil in Miami in early March, but he, but he was too busy. He was supposed to meet Jair Bolsonaro, the president of Brazil, in Miami in early March, but he was too busy. Instead, Musk will go to Brazil sometime this year. All eyes are on the southern Brazilian state of Santa Catarina, whose Secretary of International Affairs, Darian Campos, is in direct contact with Musk. Two automobile manufacturers, BMW and GM, already have factories in Santa Catarina. Marcos Pontes, Minister of Science, Technology, Innovation, and Communications, held a video conference with Anderson Ricardo Pacheco, a senior Tesla official. They were joined by Daniel Freitas, a congressman, and Clayton Pacheco Galdino, who is the business development director for Criciúma, a city in Santa Catarina. They are eager for Tesla to open a gigafactory, Tesla's name for a big factory in South America's largest economy. It helps that Brazil has considerable lithium deposits. Yeah, go look up um, a world map on all the different minerals that are located all over the world and then it's pretty simple where all the corporations go I mean like the big ones okay it helps that Brazil has considerable we are ants on lily pads Consider, considerable lithium deposits mostly in the southeastern states of Minas Gerais, Gerais and pa I'm sorry if I'm I know I'm completely okay and Paraiba, and in the northeastern states of Ceará and Rio Grande do Norte. The production of lithium is limited, largely having been used for ceramics and glass production. The Bolsonaro government is interested in increasing the production of lithium, including as a key raw material for the lithium-ion batteries that power electric cars, such as those made by Tesla. <clears throat> if anything, Elon Musk is like Batman's shadow. <laughs> okay. okay, but Brazil's lithium will not be sufficient. Tesla would need to import lithium from elsewhere. The Lithium Triangle. Over 50% of the world's known lithium deposits are in the lithium triangle. The excuse me, the lithium concentrated brine sources in Argentina. Okay, so go look up what brine is. Brine is like I'm assuming that's salt deposits. And my assumption is where there's salt, there probably was a volcano. Okay. Brine sources in Argentina, Bolivia, and Chile. Bolivia's high mountain deserts, the Salar de Uyuni, have by far the largest known reserves of lithium. So whatever that place just was probably has volcanic history. In a bizarre tweet, the Bolivian entrepreneur Samuel Doria Medina <clears throat> wrote that, it, that since Elon Musk and Jair Bolsonaro will discuss the Tesla plant in Brazil, they should add to this initiative the following. Build a gigafactory in the Salar de Uyuni to supply lithium batteries. 
Doria Medina is not just an entrepreneur. He is the vice presidential candidate alongside the interim president, Jeanine Anez, for the May 3rd, 2020 Bolivian presidential elections. Anez Anez came to power only because of the coup d'etat against Evo Morales in November 2019. Doria Medina's welcome mat. See, my thing is that word coup d'etat is a French word, right? So what's the history behind (laughs) that phrase? And why does it come from France? Because apparently wasn't it... Uh, the French Revolution that started all this uh, modern democracy, right? So, everybody's heard of the yellow vests and Macron and stuff in France, so I'm just saying, if that word originated from France, how about we get a refresher for what that word means from the French, who invented this word, could you please define for the rest of the world what that word means? And, anyways. <laughs> Doria Medina's welcome mat to Tesla should therefore be seen as having the full authority of the coup, of the coup government behind it. Morales' government had been very cautious with these lithium reserves. It had made clear that these precious resources were not to be turned over to transnational corporations in deals favorable to the firms. This is like this is like the scene from Lord of the Rings. Remember when Gollum Smeagol, before he became Gollum, he was known as Smeagol. Remember <laughs> Remember that scene how he turned into Smeagol? That's the story of Cain and Abel. That's the story of gold, of minerals, of oil. Anything basically you fucking find from the land that is valuable. That's the movie There Will Be Blood. I mean, <clears throat> even in the Bible it says some uh, the one of the parables. It was uh, this uh, some man found some treasure in this field he had or something so he went and sold sorry some man found some treasure in a field so he went and sold everything he had and he bought the field it's about land ownership (laughs) whatever you whoever owns the land owns everything that the land gives Whatever's in the land, whatever the land provides, everything is is land ownership. The biggest landlord on the planet is the Pope. Go look up how much land the Catholic Church owns on the world map. It's about milking resources. That's all. That's how simple it is, because we are ants on lily pads. That's all. What gains come from lithium, Morales had pointed out, must be properly shared with the Bolivian people. Yeah, it's it's very simple, man. The point that Morales' government made is that any deal must be done with Comibo, Bolivia's national mining company, and Yacimiento's de Litio Bolivianos, Bolivia's national lithium company. Once again, company is just a word for monkeys. Okay, sorry. Company is just company, corporation, whatever. It's just another word for more dummies, more humans. Okay, so don't forget that. Uh, The monetary gains from the mining would come into the Bolivian ex- checker and then fund the social programs so necessary for the country this sensible socialist policy was too much for three major transnational firms aramet from france fmc from the u.s and posco from south korea all three of whom turned tail and went to argentina 
Yeah, man, it's about the deal, okay? Socialism, communism, whatever the fuck you want to call it, just means that there are people who are looking out for the whole group. So if, let's say, this one place, this one field has this treasure, this is just like the talk I shared from Wade Davis, or what's his name? Yeah, where he gave the example of well, he gave one person a cigarette and the person went and shared each strand of tobacco with everybody in the community because that was the requirement of a gift shared with anyone. Okay, so this right here is, is the whole thing. It's, it basically comes down to if you just go study how um, very simple celled organisms work. It's, it's very basic, man. It's just the company is the organism. And, you know, it's, if you look at nature, it's just one thing eating another thing, eating another thing. <laughs> it's just... Okay. The lithium coup. It was Morales' socialist policy toward Bolivia's resources that doomed his government. Look, man, at the end of the day... If there are rules, there's got to be someone who enforces them. So then, if the motherfucker who enforces them has all the money and the power, <laughs> then you get a bully, a dictator, whatever you want to call it. A puppet for the fatherland. <clears throat> the fatherland is the church, the company. The pyramid, the organization, the corporation, the board of directors. That's the elders of the church. Right? There's a whole hierarchy with the motherfucker on the top. The pope with the black eye. On top of the pyramid on the dollar bill. Right? So everybody... wants to stop using the dollar bill is an enemy of who of the holy roman empire apparently america is 75% catholic catholic means universal universal means catholic Universal Studios is Catholic Studio. <laughs> okay. The oligarchy, which was angry with Morales' government and its so socialism, used every mechanism to undermine the election of 2019. Forest fires in the northern and eastern regions of Bolivia provided the oligarchy's media with the weaponry to suggest that Morales had abandoned his commitment to the environment and to Pachamama, Mother Earth, and that he was not working to benefit the cattle ranchers. This is the movie Citizen Kane, man. This is all it is. The oligarchy is basically Kane. And Abel is all the dummies who live in the cities who work for these motherfuckers, climbing this pyramid. <laughs> okay? This, this, that's, that's, that's the, that's the setup. Look, the, the canes of the world, the oligarchy, they even know. They know all this shit of Pachamama and the environment. All, they know all this. And they, they have to know all this because that's how you explain advertising. Advertising is like the clockwork oranging of making, completely brainwashing humans into thinking everything that is natural and in nature is completely foreign to the human experience it's like they try to somehow make you forget that you are part of that nature that they are milking obviously they don't want you to know that <laughs> okay and that he was not now working to benefit the cattle ranchers it is important to look at the end of the day at the end of the day it comes down to money if there's some politician out there selling his ass to billionaires 
then obviously <laughs> obviously somebody's making a good deal somebody's making a lot of money by okay it is important to point that this is not only ridiculous but that but as soon as the coup government of Inez came into office, it passed legislation that allowed the ranchers to extend their lands into forested areas. I mean, what, what am I going to say, man? Like, the whole Western world civilization still hasn't woken up from the Stockholm Syndrome of capitalism. What can I say, man? Jung, even he said it in his own way. But, you know... We love our enemies because Jesus H. Christ was a horse, which is a symbol of the human mind. And guess what? We don't ride horses no more, people. <laughs> we, we don't ride horses no more, right? <laughs> Fuck you, they. Morales' opponent, Carlos Mesa, and other senior leaders of the oligarchy's political parties openly said long before the election that Morales could only win by fraud. A self-proclaimed counsel for the defense of democracy said that Morales... I mean, we are... I mean, like, if if George Orwell was looking down on us, I guarantee you he is, he is probably doing the moonwalk with Michael Jackson on their graves right now because... I mean, I mean, this is basically the definition of 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 uh, doublespeak, where they took words and completely changed the meanings. That's basically that's what the who does that? It's it's the law. Ones who know the law, how the law works, right? Fucking okay. <clears throat> A self-proclaimed counselor for the defense of democracy said that Morales was an illegitimate candidate because he had lost the 2016 constitutional referendum. The media, backed by these corporate and neo-fascist interests, banged the drum of fraud with Carlos Mesa. See, we need to go millions, billions of us with drums just to remind them with our volume, noise, sound, who's in charge. That's all we gotta do. We just gotta show them our numbers, all in unison, synchronized, to one heartbeat. We're gonna show them w with our drums. That's all we need. Sound is... Okay. To, to send a chill up their spine, that's all you gotta do. Make that Kundalini wake up a little bit. On the night of the election said that there was monumental fraud in the election. These provocations from Mesa, the neo-fascists, and the corporate elites resulted in street violence. In the midst of this, the police, sections of whom were angry with Morales for cracking down on police corruption, mutinied. Look, policies are useless if there's nobody to actually police them. Okay? And then, then you can ask, well, who's writing these policies and for whom? Yeah, like from it, from what you see happening on the news, you like, yeah, who the fuck is writing these policies and for whom? They're not for us. The thirty-six Bolivians who died in the immediate post-election aftermath are victims of Mesa's incendiary language. The Organization of American States (OAS) egged on by the U.S. government, that was my dog, <laughs> she's sleeping, came up with a preliminary report of fraud in the election. The hard conclusions in the report were not substantiated by the data in it. The OAS report played an important role in legitimizing the coup against Morales. It is important to point out that there was no controversy about Morales' election in 2014. In that election, Morales won 61% of the votes to defeat the entrepreneur Samuel Doria Medina, who won 
Doria Medina is the same person who is now running for vice president and welcomes Tesla to Bolivia's lithium. Morales's term from the 2014 election had not yet expired in November 2019. The, the removal of Morales then violated the mandate of 2014, a point that has received almost no discussion either inside Bolivia or abroad. John Curiel and Jack Williams of the Election Data and Science Lab of Massachusetts Institute of Technology went over the Bolivian election data and found no fraud. There is not any statistical evidence of fraud that we can find, they wrote conclusively in the Washington Post. Curiel and Williams contacted the OAS, but they note, We and other scholars within the field reached out to the OAS for comment. The OAS did not respond. By their assessment, Morales won the election in November 2019 and should have been inaugurated this year to a new term. Terrible pressure by the coup government against the party of Morales, the Movement for Socialism, or MAS, as well as the presence of U.S. aid monitors and a U.S.-backed head of the election commission, Salvador Romero, suggests that this election on May 3rd is not going to be at all fair. It will likely favor the coup government, including the entrepreneur who wants to turn over Bolivia's lithium to Elon Musk's Tesla and Jair Bolsonaro's Brazil. Well, what can I say? This is basically like the story of the ants and the grasshoppers. So basically the, let's say the warrior class ants have uh, gone and scouted out all the mineral resources of their lands and uh, have made deals with the grasshoppers to sell all the pro all their mineral, all the the golden goose, to so to say, to these uh, corporations, to these wolves, let's say. And yeah, these uh, these ants will get, well, not to these grasshoppers. Sorry, yeah, that's the yeah, to these grasshoppers. So, yeah, these uh, warrior ants, yeah, they'll they'll be doing good. Their 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 children, you know, their friends, their families, they'll probably be doing good. But for the rest of us worker ants, let's say, uh, it's, it's not it's not. Uh, Let's say it's it's let's say the 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 movies like Cinderella and shit are for those for the rest of us worker ants let's say and um, you know they can completely destroy the middle class just by raising prices you know basically raising prices of everything calling it whatever it's just another form of taxing it's fucking the uh, the wolf sheriff from Robin Hood going around collecting taxes on tax day, right? Like seriously, reading this, some of the stuff and in, in this article kind of made me think of like I don't know how many of y'all played the Hitman games, but it's like when the the lady who's briefing Agent 47 over the different missions he's about to go on. It's like she... It's like those scenes where she uh, goes over the targets. Who they are, what they do, what they've done, blah, blah, blah. Usually, you know, people with money and power. Usually that's how it goes. So, this is interesting I mean, like, sometimes you gotta wonder, where do all these movies, shows, video games, books, whatever, get these ideas from, hmm? A world of lithium. In 2019, the benchmark Bloomberg New Energy Finances Energy Storage Outlook 2019 report anticipated that by 2030, the price of the lithium-ion battery would drop dramatically and that, as a consequence, 
renewable energy, solar and wind, plus storage of energy and batteries will expand exponentially. You know, for some reason, I have a feeling that the elite class probably have some sort of energy um, producing capability that is um, environmentally friendly and doesn't pollute. I'm, I, I have a feeling they have all this technology and they use it for themselves. And for the rest of us, they sell us all this like expensive ass green in quotation marks energy technology. But it's like it's <laughs> I mean, look, all this green Europe was talking about. And now look at them. Look at them. They're buying coal. They're going back to coal because it's cheap. <laughs> it's cheap. So so this is what I'm saying. All this stuff they're talking about the green stuff and the climate and all this shit. I look, I'm not I'm just saying it just feels like another tactic to hold back development for poorer nations. Right? I'm just saying I'm not saying that the earth is not suffering. I'm not saying that. But pollution Littering, all this stuff. If you look at its history, also, it's from it's from the same sources as fossil fuels, plastic, oil. It's we have to look at the whole picture. Okay, we can't go around pointing fingers and doing this and that. And we we got to grow the fuck up. We we really have to go higher than just. It's about making money consciousness. Like, we humans invented money. Okay? So if that's the highest aim for humans, for human consciousness, it's not going to work. We, are, we already see that it's not working. We need to put our... Sights on something um, other than just money. As a consequence, okay, by twenty forty, there is an by twenty forty, there is an expectation that wind and solar will produce forty percent of world energy consumption rather than the 7% it now produces. We already have so many different um, technologies of renewable energy, like waves. We can use waves to produce energy. Why haven't we done that yet? I guarantee you, ancient civilizations, it's fine. We're, it's all coming back. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, okay? I'm just saying we need to figure it out. Because this old boomer generation is not going to fix it. They're the ones who caused us all this fucking problem. They're not, they're not going to fix it. Okay? They're just fucking so greedy. It's, it's fucking retarded how greedy a generation can be. They're not going to fix jack shit, man. For this, demand for energy storage will increase. The total demand for batteries, they should be fucking ashamed of themselves, man. They should be fucking ashamed of themselves. For this, demand for energy storage will increase. The total demand for batteries from the stationary storage and electric transport sectors is forecast to be 4,584 gigawatt hours. By 2040, write the Bloomberg analyst providing a major opportunity for battery makers and miners of component metals such as lithium, cobalt, and nickel. Great, more pollution. The current use is merely 9 gigawatt hours slash 17 gigawatt hours. The key point to emphasize here is that this will provide a major opportunity 
for miners of component metals such as lithium, cobalt, and nickel. When Bloomberg's analysts use a word like miners, they do not mean the Bolivian miners or the Congolese miners, but the transnational firms such as Tesla and its chief Elon Musk. As for Bloomberg and Anez are concerned, South America is no longer to follow the resource nationalist project of Evo Morales. This is Elon Musk's South America, a place for the neo-conquistadors to make money and leave behind them social carnage. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just the updated modern version of uh, colonialism. <laughs> okay, let me see. All right, this is the second one. This one is when government won't provide housing, India's communists organize to build it themselves. They said, fuck you government, gave them the middle finger and said, we're going to do it ourselves, bitch. So I'm saying if the government didn't, and once again, it comes down to taxing. Why did America start the war with England it was because of taxes the American colonists didn't want to pay taxes to the British royalty anymore they said fuck you <laughs> so government the motherfuckers who's supposed to be uh, just making sure that you know the society does not descend into chaos because of uh violence of corruption because of all this stuff that the government is supposed to be looking out for well the government is doing that to its own society now i mean honestly it's like really honestly if you just look at it like animal farm it actually makes a lot of sense so the farmers are basically let's say the oligarchs okay when they ran the farm we were the little sheep and they said, the oligarchs say, okay, we need more wool, bitch. <laughs> Hand it over. Okay, so then you got 99 naked sheep. <laughs> okay, so that's one system. And then the story changed to when the pigs took over. <laughs> right? The pigs took over and they said, no, <laughs> we are more equal than anybody else. Okay. I mean, the the whole point is the system is the same. It's the farm. The farm is the analogy of a society, of civilization, a city, whatever you want to call it. As long as it's one farm, it's going to be run by just a few little piggies. The answer, so, so, so then you had colonialism. So then you went and started up some new farms right all over the world with all kinds of different sheep um, uh, for these farms right so what is the solution if if as long as we have a society that's uh, well there's there's ways okay I'll get to that later. let me just read this shit first okay sorry I just fuck you once I start okay it all started with a survey. In April 2022, members of the Communist Party of India, Marxist or CPIM, went door-to-door -door in the town of Warangal in Telangana state. The party was already aware of challenges in the community but wanted to collect data before working on a plan of action. 35 teams of three or four CPIM members and supporters went to 45,000 homes and learned how people were suffering from a range of issues such as the lack of pensions and subsidized food. Many expressed, many expressed anxieties around the absence of permanent housing with, with a third saying that they were not homeowners and could not pay their rents. 
Look, man, if you think about it, only humans pay for fruits. Humans are the only animals that pay for fruits that nature provides for fucking free. Humans, especially civilized humans, are the only animals who pay for fruits that nature provides for free. Okay. The government had promised to build two-bedroom apartments for the poor, but these promises evaporated. With, inf with inflation eating into their meager incomes and serious unemployment due to the collapse of the local bitty industry, that's the local cigarette industry, desperation marked the people the communists met. Many in the community expressed their willingness to fight for better living conditions, especially for more huts to be built. In the words of one of the residents, whatever the consequences, even if we are beaten or killed, we will join this struggle. The CPIM formed commit committees in 30 wards of Jakalodi, part of Warangal, and began to prepare people for the coming fight. The epicenter of the struggle was land that the government had taken in the late 1970s from an old aristocrat, Moinuddin Kadri. Once again, my question, why the fuck does the government own all the land? Once again, government is just a word for other people. So why does it always come down to other people owning all the land? And if you want to own that land, you got to pay them to own the land now. Hmm? How did that happen? Using the Land Sealing Act of 1975, rather than distributing this land to the landless, however, the government evicted farmers from part of it and then gave the land to leaders of the ruling Telugu Desam Party in 1989. Kind of sounds like uh, what happened in Israel, hmm? It's about land, man. It's very simple. We are ants on lily pads. These continents are giant lily pads. And wherever the land physically is, you know, meeting so that you can walk on it, so these little ants can walk on it, these lily pads, it should be uh, free flow. But... There's some uh, motherfuckers who have figured out how the system works and flows, and uh, they set up all these little... They know what they're doing. They set it up so that the system flows in a different way, an unnatural way, using fossil fuels. <laughs> what goes around comes around because this whole planet is round time is circular the sun is around the sun is the light giver if the sun which is the light giver which is the symbol of god is round and a circle which dumb fuck came up with the idea that time is linear he was looking at his dick for too long he forgot <laughs> he thought okay do I need to continue? You guys get it, right? Okay. <laughs> On May 25th, 2022, 8,000 people marched to the Warangal Municipal Corporation and handed in 10,000 state housing applications. Look, man, once they kill off the farmers, that's it. You're done. The society is done. You're going to be a slave to food. That's why they're trying to get rid of all the farmers and take all the farmland. Because then they can control the food. Okay. When they moved to occupy the vacant land, the police told them to stay away and prevented them from entering. Despite this, the Chaka Lodi Struggle Committee, made up of those who had occupied the land, managed to organize the construction of 3,000 huts on the land. At 3 a.m. on June 20th, the police arrived, set many of the huts alight while people slept, and beat the occupants as they emerged from their temporary homes. 
You know, sometimes if you look at the Bible stories, it could, a lot of times it has this kind of parallel with, with, uh, yeah, modern times, refugees are the outsiders, the foreigners, the the result of wars in foreign lands. So now they got to go to Rome and become a citizen. So they got to start from the bottom. Doesn't matter if you were a whoever. Doesn't matter. You got to start all over. I'm just saying... The Bible stories has a very similar ring to them. It's like almost like capitalism versus communism type of vibe going in those stories, don't you think? It's like the the oligarchic canes of the cities went and started their little wars because my dick is bigger than yours. Uh Uh-uh, mine is. So, you know, they got to... Push little red buttons like monkeys to prove whose dick is bigger. So, you know, they have to build these missiles that can, you know, cause a big explosion because, you know, it's because they're insecure. It's all compensation. It is all compensation. Who's the first one to get to the moon? It's all compensation. We are... We are monkeys. We are, we haven't evolved jack shit, man. We haven't evolved jack shit. Monkeys playing with their dicks. That's 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 where we are, man. That's the highest level of humanity. A more bunch of monkeys pushing red buttons to jack off our dicks, cause cause that's what we are. We're useless dumb fucks. That's the extent of that's the. That's my goodness. Okay. Set many of the huts alight while people slept. This is is like the story of Samson running through my head right now. When the motherfuckers came to burn down the his first wife's parents' house and then burned them at the stake. Man, this sounds just like the movie Avatar, you know. All these corporations going and chopping down trees and killing off these indigenous people and you know it's okay no worries man it's all good it's all good it's all good man it's all good just just become vegan man just become vegan it's all good you know you you can you know you're an angel now all right and beat the occupants occupants as they emerged from their temporary homes Over 400 people were arrested. The next day, local officials placed a sign outside the area. This site is for the construction of a court complex. Don't worry, I've faced this myself. Don't worry, I know what this looks like myself. Neither this sign nor the brutality of the police could stop the people who returned and continued to camp there for 60 days. G. Nagaya a state a state sec- secretariat member of the CPIM told P. Ambedkar of Tricontinental Research Services India. On June 26th, they began to build 2,000 new huts. The police tried to stop them with more acts of violence, but the people fought back and forced them to retreat. Now there are 4,600 huts in total. I mean, look at this. Like this is like literally these some of these uh strategy games, you know? At first your first level home is like a hut. <laughs> then you then you have stones, you add stones to it, that's the stone age. Then you add then you get bricks or whatever. It's like you you keep upgrading, right? We're back to huts, man. Just basic human needs because of land. Because, obviously, you can't have motherfuckers going, having their own land, and flourishing. You can't have that. (laughs) You can't have that. The CPIM-led action was prompted by the state government's failure to alleviate desperate land hunger in the region. 
most recent government data shows that between 2012 and 2017, there was a shortage of 18.8 million houses in urban India alone. Even this figure is inaccurate because it counts low-quality houses in highly congested city neighborhoods as adequate housing. Yeah. The Pope is the holiest man on this planet, man. I am very, I am very proud of the Pope. I am very proud of, of men in general. I am so proud of men in general. Like, I have to, I have to take a bow and hand it to them, man. Like, all these men in such high places with the Pope. Like, I, I have so much respect for them. Like, you have no idea. They're so holy and respectable and such lovely people. They're such a blessing to the planet. Like, you have no idea, man. They're such a blessing to this planet. Like, they they brighten up the lives of billions of people every day. They 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 help them out in their lives in so many ways. Like the wisdom they impart, the you know, it's it's just amazing. It's so beautiful. These people, these men. These old men, like usually old white European men, um, just I have so much respect for them. I, I I adore them. I respect the people like the Pope, and 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 like everyone who who looks up to him. I admire these people. I truly do. From the bottom of my heart, I say God bless you. In November 2021, the World Bank announced the development of an Adequate Housing Index, AHI, which gives us a clearer picture. Their housing um, Gini figures show that in India, two out of every three working class families live in subpar housing. The AHI looked at data from 64 of the poorer nations and found a housing deficit of 268 million units across these countries, which impacts 1.26 billion people. 1.26 billion people. So let me put that in perspective. They said um, $1 billion dollars. If you had $1 billion, it would take you 273 years to spend it all, even if you spent $10,000 every day for 273 years. It would, that, that's how much time it would take you to spend $1 billion, just $1 billion. Okay. The AHI looked at data from 64 of the poorer nations and found a housing deficit of 268 million units across these countries, which impacts 1.26 billion people. Furthermore, a quarter of the housing stock in the poorer nations is plainly inadequate. I'm just saying, it's, it's basically physics, okay? Newton would be proud. He would be proud of his theories right now because where we're at right now is this tipping point, right? The 1%, the 5%, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The, the landlords, okay? The lord of the rings, <laughs> the rings of power, right? There's a big shift coming. It's just basic physics. You can't redefine physics, motherfucker. You dumbass monkeys. You can't redefine physics, bitch. Well, it's basic physics. There's a point, pivot point coming, a shift where y'all fucked up with your greed. Your greed became too much of a burden to carry for the rest of us. There's going to be a tipping point coming soon. And yeah, it's just be basic physics taking over. 
for once, common sense will... <laughs> With billions of people around the world unhoused or living in poor quality housing, it'll be World War Z, bitch, because there's so many zombies right now. My goodness. And with no real plan to address this problem, it is unlikely that any poorer nation will meet the 11th Sustainable Development Goal to make cities and human settlements inclusive, safe, resilient, and sustainable. Yeah, advertising is their game. They bleed lies. Okay, land struggles in places such as Chaka Lodi resemble those led by Abha. Okay, that one video of Joe Biden at the Oscars uh, introducing Lady Gaga. Uh, he said this one line. He said, I'm the least qualified man to be up here. I gotta say, man, Joe Biden should hold a master class for acting, man. This man deserves two oscars man for just this one <laughs> okay i'm gonna stop okay <laughs> land struggles in places such as chakalodi resemble those led by abba lali base m john dolo south africa's shack dweller movement and brazil's landless workers movement mst the crackdown and eviction of poor people from land occupations has become a regular occurrence across the globe. Just think of gentrification. Just think of the process. Go look up how it works. And then imagine that being globalized by these oligarchs. All they did was take, they took gentrification of a certain neighborhood and they made it global. To all these places where these people can't defend themselves for the land, it's just it's just a mineral grab. That's all. They're going all over the world, taking minerals and resources from places where the natives cannot defend themselves. Doesn't that sound familiar? Okay. Hmm. Let me see. Similar attacks have been replicated in. Guernica, Argentina, where 1,900 families were evicted on October 29, 2020, and in Otodo Bame, Nigeria, where over 30,000 people were evicted between November 2016 and April 2017. Businesses booming, man. Such struggles are led by people who want to establish the material basis of living with dignity. In a recent dossier, South African researcher Yvonne Phyllis uses a Isihosa saying to refer to the land Umlaba Wukoko Betu, the land of our ancestors. I'm sorry if I completely mispronounced that. This phrase, so common in most cultures, demands that that land be seen as a shared inheritance, not as the property of one person. Yeah, man, it's like, how the fuck can you own a land? Own land like... <sighs> well, it's, it's so that you can uh, milk it and then move on. That's why. This phrase, so common in most cultures, demands that land be seen as a shared inheritance, not as the property of one person. This expression also invokes, as Phyllis describes it, a recognition of the unresolved question of injustice inherited from processes of colonial dispossession and deception that advanced the development of, capital, of capitalism. These struggles throughout the global south mirror those in Warangal, where the CPIM is leading thousands of people in the fight for housing, successfully securing a total of 50,000 homes in 2008, and continuing to the fight for adequate housing to this day. The appetite to transcend this global housing crisis is spreading. The people of Berlin 
Some 3.6 million residents held a referendum in 2021 over the growing impossibility of finding housing in the German capital. Yeah, man, like, I, either these oligarchs, motherfuckers, are, are, like, have gone full retard, and they really don't give a fuck. I mean, is that so hard to believe? But, or, or, um... I don't know what else the option is. I really don't. The referendum called for the state to buy back apartments owned by any real estate companies with more than 3,000 units in the city, which could impact 243,000 out of 1.5 million rental apartments. This makes me think of the movie Life of Pi. Which story do you prefer? You want the one with animals or you want the one with humans? Animal farms? Is it talking about animals or is it talking about humans? The referendum passed, although it is non-binding. This, along with the growing confidence of people occupying vacant land and building their own homes, illustrates a new mood in the global movement for the right to housing. There is an increased understanding that housing must not be a financial asset used by the billionaire class for speculation or to shield their wealth from taxation. Yeah, Professor Hudson talks about this. The rentier class just trying to milk people out of not doing jack shit. This is like one monkey saying, I own this tree. This tree is mine. If you want to live on this tree, you got to get me five bananas every fucking day. That's the story. That's the picture, right? So, <laughs> I'm just saying, if if uh, this one monkey... Well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to keep reading. This sensibility is clear among organizations that fight for the right to housing, such as Despe Despejo Zero, Brazil, and Difuna Ukwazi, South Africa, among mass movements such as the MST and Ab Abalali, and among political parties such as the CPIM that organize people to transcend the housing crisis by occupying land. So now you see why all these social media companies uh, control information, data flow. I mean, <laughs> it's just... It's just what am I going to say, man? These land occupations are filled with tension and joy. Fucking YouTube shut down three of my... YouTube shut down my channel three times. I tr first one they shut down, I was kind of shocked. Because I was like, I wasn't even sharing anything crazy. It was mostly Michael Hudson shit. Like... <laughs> okay, and then... So then I opened another one. And then that went for a little bit until they shut that one down. Then... It's like, what am I sharing that they just can't, what is it? Is, is it the Michael Hudson stuff? Because, like, there's all these other people with his stuff on there. So, anyways. Anyways. These land occupations are filled with tension and joy. The perils of being beaten by the police alongside the promise of collective life. I've been to Haiti. I've seen those tent cities. It's, uh, it's, it's like the homeless, uh, cities over here in, in California and L.A. Yeah, it's, this is, uh, what you call Cain and Abel system, capitalism, right? You need, you need the one who, who whose uh, sacrifices are accepted by the Lord, and you need one whose offerings are not. But basically, both offerings are still taken, though. <laughs> they still take both offerings. They're not going to return the one they didn't like. They still take both, but they'll prefer this one. Why? Because all the fat is the Lord's. All right. <laughs> 
All right. Part of this collective life is represented in songs often written in groups and released anonymously. We end with one such song by a state committee member of the People's Cultural Group, Prajanatya Madali, who goes by the pseudonym Shurti, meaning Spurti, meaning inspiration, from a small book called Spurti Patula, Inspiration Songs. Sound is consciousness. Okay, the song goes. We will not move an inch till we get land for our homes, a morsel of food, and a strip of land. We shall fight those who stop us. On this land, the red flags we raised stand ready for battle. Birds nest in the branches. Insects have homes in leaves. We who are born human thirst for a roof of our own, for a patch of land for a home. Drifting from place to place in makeshift huts, the shame of no address to our names, like leaves blowing in heavy winds. With the pain of no place to call our own. Well-heeled bosses steal, steal thousands of acres in the name of their children, birds, and animals. For a little patch for which I ask, the sticks beat me to the edge of death. You who have come to ask for our vote, we demand food and shelter. We are ready for battle till we get them. We dare you to stop us. We dare you to stop us. <laughs>